Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. Well, I do want to welcome those of you that are watching online. Perhaps you're listening on the podcast. Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together for those that are watching online and listening on the podcast? We say it every week. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, we want to encourage you to stop on by. We'll make you feel right at home, won't we, Hope Covenant? Father, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We invite you to speak to us. We open our ears and we open our hearts this morning as we talk about the hiding place, the place where you're at. Lord, we just welcome you. Speak to us, convict us, encourage us, and we want to leave changed. If you believe that, would you shout amen this morning? Awesome, awesome, awesome. The hiding place. If you have your Bibles, I want to encourage you to turn to Proverbs 25, verse 2. One of my favorite scripture verses, and it it may sound confusing to you, but I'm going to knit this together. We're going to walk through this and uh, this, believe it or not, next week is our, our last week before Christmas Eve, and we don't have service Christmas Eve. Just a reminder for all of you, we're going to encourage you to be with your family on that day, and it's the day before Christmas. We got gifts and all that stuff. We got a wrap, and so we just encourage. We're a, we're a family church, amen? So we encourage you to be with your family, but Proverbs 25, verse 2, I'm going to start in the NIV, and then I'm going to go to the Passion. I want to read it out of two translations. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. And I'm going to break that down in just a minute. Let me read it out of the Passion Translation. It says, God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. But the honor of kings is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. So think of it like this. God isn't hiding things from us, but God is hiding things for us, okay? There is a pursuit that it takes to find the hidden things. How many of you know this room is filled with royalty? We've got kings and queens all over this room. That's scriptural, and we're going to go there. We're going to study that. That's legal, actually. It's in the Bible. It's not just a good, positive confession. I'm not just trying to cheerlead and pump you up this morning. I'm trying to equip you with what the Word says about you. So you understand you're a king or you're a queen this morning. And there are hidden things. One of the things I love about the Lord is you never tap out when it comes to the revelation of what he has to to show you about what it is that he has for you and who he is as a person. I love just spending time in the presence of the Lord, the one who created me in his very image and likeness. So if you're questioning your beauty, you were created in the likeness of God. Stop doing that. I want to encourage you. If you're looking at your physique and you don't love it, okay, you know, we have some things we can tune up. We got to get our, our temples in shape. That's cool. I get all that. But at the end of the day, what you're staring at is God's creation. So quit knocking it down and, and start celebrating what he created. Because you're stewarded. We just talked about stewardship with the baby dedication. You are stewarded this temple. The Lord allows you to, you're on loan, that you don't even own your body. Nothing belongs to you. It all belongs to him. You were created to give him glory. That's what you were created for. 
And you're not giving them glory when you're standing in the mirror going, mm, I don't know about that. Stop that. Just quit that. It's better. God is always trying to establish something in us. And he knows how much we can handle. He knows how much we need to know in the moment and what we don't need to know in the moment. His timing is perfect for the season that we're in. And he's preparing us for a season. And there's nobody that's here right now by accident. You weren't designed to be in the, the 40s at the age that you're at right now. No, you're, you're supposed to be exactly the age that you are right now in the timing that you're here. And God is trying to establish us as royalty, as kings and queens. And he hides things in order to establish what he wants to do in us. But he wants us to search out the wonders and mysteries of himself so that we can grow and come up higher. I feel the Lord in this season encouraging me to encourage you to come up higher. There's a higher place that we all have to come in the Lord. There's revelation that God has for each of you. You'll, you'll notice on the screen there's the, the three wise men that were, there's, there's an interesting parallel to this whole hiding place and searching out the, the will of God. And it's amazing to me that even in the natural, when Jesus came here on earth, when he arrived, these wise men had to follow the light. And actually, it, many of the nativity scenes that you see, they're theologically inaccurate. They weren't there when he was first born. It took them a while to discover where he was. The time frame is, they don't exactly know what it was. It's Theologians argue this all the time. They say somewhere between four months and, 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 and maybe a year uh, that it took to actually find where he was. But they had to follow the light. They had to follow the star in order to find him. There was some, you could say there was a hiding place that he was and they had to discover this. And it took great faith to find him. I want to say this, that some of you that are frustrated over not hearing the voice of God, it might take a little faith and following the light to actually hear his voice. He rewards those that seek him consistently with diligence. Don't throw in the towel because you haven't heard his voice. And don't get frustrated when you haven't heard an audible. Cling on to his word. You have his voice in a book called the Bible. It's his word. You can look at it every day and hear the voice of God. But 1 Peter 2 verse 9 in the Passion Translation, but you are God's chosen treasure. God chose you. Yes. His chosen treasure. Priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. I love that he claims me as his very own. This infant that we celebrate, born Jesus, literally, ultimately to lay his life down and sacrifice it set on a cross for me. He calls me his own. He had you and me in his mind in that very moment. That's how much you mean to him. So for those of you that are struggling with an obstacle and you're like, God, where are you? I don't see you kicking in. You need to understand when you're going through a challenge, it says he gives beauty for ashes. He works all things together for the good according to those that love him. You go, I'm, my spouse is not treating me like a queen right now. My spouse is not treating me like a king right now. He's got you in this moment. Don't be discouraged in this moment. Understand there's some hidden things that God has for you. 
He's strengthening us, strengthening our relationship through trials and struggles and situations and challenges that we're going through, whether it be the workplace or in our personal relationships, a healing that we need in a certain area, a loss that we've experienced that we don't understand. He's developing and doing some things in us. But God doesn't hide or conceal things from us to punish us, but rather to reward us. When you're going through a moment that you don't understand, when you're going through a challenge that you don't understand, you need to understand that God will use the worst and the most difficult of moments to develop the most beautiful things that are in us. My ugliest moments, my most challenging, even humiliating moments that I've walked through have been moments where God is developing a picture that he sees that I need to rely on him in order to see in his timing. And it happens, the discovery happens in the hiding place of where he is. His whispers are heard in close proximity. When you pull close to Jesus, that's where the revelation is. And there's things that we don't see that he has for us that are only found in the place of intimacy with him. Draw close to the Lord in this time, in this moment. Hebrews eleven six, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. I love the Amplified. It's so like, it just says it. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek and or pursue him. The issue isn't that God isn't speaking or that God doesn't have revelation for us. The issue is it takes earnest pursuit and perseverance and pressing through. You cannot get tired. You cannot get weary. You go, I am tired. I am weary. Okay, but the hiding place will handle that. Because they that wait on the Lord, that's where the renewal of strength is, Isaiah says. Does your Bible say it? Because mine does. If your Bible doesn't say it, get a new Bible. Isaiah 46, verses 9 to 10. Remember the things I have done in the past. Guys, I want to encourage you with this verse. When you're, when you're clinging on to God's promises for something in the future and you go, okay, uh, I don't see how this is going to happen. I'm looking at an impossible situation. I'm looking at an impossible circumstance. I don't know how I'm going to get past this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know. I feel like every day I'm just trying to make it. Anybody been there? Anybody there right now? When you look at what he's done, he hasn't hung you out to dry in the past and he won't do it in the future. So let me go back to that verse. Remember the things I have done in the past for I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it happens. Which is why we test prophetic words that are given by human beings because we all miss it. You're supposed to test a word. Never base your life on a word that you've been given by a person. Now, we believe in prophecy. We do believe that. We do believe that God speaks through people. But test it because people are not perfect. Only he is perfect. You with me? Only I can tell you the future before it happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. This is God talking. He does whatever he wishes. 
I said it a few weeks ago that we oftentimes think that when it says God gives us the desires of our heart, that what, our, what we desire needs to happen. No, that's not what that means. It means that God literally will infill you with what he desires that will become your desire. That's what that means. Not he's a Burger King God, I get it my way. Besides Burger King is ridiculous. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. For everything, everybody say everything. everything. There is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. We just did a message about this. Let me explain to you this. When you're going through something you don't understand, if you truly believe that he works all things together for the good according to those that love him, you have to understand that he might be rescuing you from something. You might have to understand that he might be trying to develop something or do something that you don't see. And that takes great trust when it looks dark. How am I going to press through this situation? You give up understanding. You surrender understanding. We want to understand everything and we want it now. How many of you know he's a now God, but now might look different than what you think it should look. There's a discovery in the now that's only found in the hiding place. Only found in a place of intimacy with God. And so the season that you're in, I want to encourage you, whether it's a good season or a bad season or a challenging season or a wonderful season, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your, on, on your own understanding. Submit your ways to the Lord. Oh, submission is tough. Submission is tough. When I have to surrender, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. I have to trust that even when it looks humiliating, even when I look ridiculous like Noah looked when he built the ark, and then he let the rain do the talking. Some of you, I want to tell you this, 2024, the rain's going to do the talking for you. If you just get in the hiding place and just trust his voice, the rain's going to do the talking. We look at the nation of Israel. I talked about it last week that there's, there were like 250 Muslim men that had this dream of Jesus on the same night. Guys, do you understand he could turn everything around like that? This nation that's the size of New Jersey that's lasted. It's like all of the earth seems to hate them, but they've lasted. Why is that? Because there's a God who's showing himself strong. And he shows up and he shows off when we least expect it. Get in the hiding place because your least expected moment is in the hiding place. I'm trying to encourage somebody here. Isaiah 40 verse 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high. On wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will run and not grow weary. How many of you would like to get on a treadmill and not grow weary? <laughs> I prophesied all over, over me for 2024 in Jesus' name. They will walk and they won't faint. Paul said this to the church of Thessalonica in Acts 17, verses 26 to 31. I'm giving you guys a lot of scripture today. Is that okay? It's the word of God. I hope it's okay. This is the Passion Translation. From one man, Adam, he made every man and woman and every race 
of humanity, and he's spread us all over the earth. He sets the boundaries of people and nations determining their appointed times in history. He has done this so that every person would long for God. Guys, that's, that's what this is all about. Are we longing for God? Feel their way to him and find him, for he is the God who is easy to discover. Man, we overcomplicate this. It is not difficult. He is looking for your availability. There is something about merit that God is bringing the church back to moments where we marinate in his presence. And we go, we've got an order of service. I've said this to you many times. This is a document that just says, I've made my plan, Lord. Now, if it's not pleasing to you, you come and you rearrange it however you want. And it's difficult because it gets messy. When you get into the hiding place, it gets messy. Because some of the things that he reveals to you about you are like blackheads in in an up-close mirror. And you're trying to figure out how to get your face clean. You're trying to figure out how to, listen, if you never, when you're in the presence of the Lord, have a revelation of sin that's in your life that you need to get rid of, you haven't seen the same God I serve. That'll preach. I feel the Lord all of a sudden. Right now, the Lord is showing me some things he doesn't want to tolerate. In 2024, we're going to do, by the way, on December 31st, we're going to do a message called Leave It There. We're going to take communion and we're going to have a box up here and you're going to write some things. You're going to leave here that you're not carrying over into 2024. We're going to burn them right here. There's something that God wants to do in each of us in the place of intimacy where we understand that laying down the things that hold us back are the beginning of the life flow of his spirit being able to do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. You take limitations off of the Lord when you surrender those things that he only can show you in the hiding place. When you go yuck, he's going, Woo! they finally see it. This is great. Fantastic. Congratulations, world's best coffee. If you're watching Elf. This is awesome. They, they're finally seeing it. There's a rejoicing that happens. It might not feel good in this moment, but it is good. I want to ask you a question this morning. Is this good or is this God? When it comes to the things you have planned, is this good or is this God? You'll find it in the hiding place. When he starts rearranging things and it gets messy. You're believing God for something and he's got a different plan completely. You go, this is not what I had planned. Everything seems like I'm hitting a brick wall. And then a year later, you find out that brick wall saved your life. Can't tell you how many times I was walking in a certain direction, living in Texas, serving at a church, and God goes, no, we're we're done. I've got a different plan for you. And I go, God, it's like it's ripping my heart out. He goes, yeah, I have to rip your heart out so I can put my heart in there. Some of you right now feel like your heart's being ripped out from underneath you, from inside your chest. You're going, I, 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 I feel like, it, and there's roots attached. All the veins, you're going, God, what are you doing? What are you, where are you? And the very thing that you feel like is killing you is the very thing that's going to save you. 
I came to encourage somebody who feels like you're dying. You probably are. It's a good thing. I die to Christ. I die to self so I can live for Christ. No weapon formed up against you can prosper. What are you worried about? We spend way too much time worrying. He's got the whole world in his hands. What are you worried about? If you're in the hiding place, it's a safe place. It's actually safe. We're going to get there. In the past, God tolerated our ignorance of these things, but now the time of deception has passed away. He commands us all to repent and turn to God. I could drop the mic and we could all go home right now. Like that's something I need you to get this morning. The tolerance of the things that we used to be able to mess around with, God is straightening them out in each of our lives if we'll submit ourselves to him. And it is, it is so important in this day and this hour that we're living in. The times, guys, they're getting serious. Bible says be sober-minded. He's bringing us back to his basics and the principles of his kingdom that matter. They will save your life. The gift of God is eternal life. Verse 31, for the appointed day has risen in which he is going to judge the world in righteousness by the man he has designated. And the proof given to the world that God has chosen this man is this. He resurrected him from among the dead. Aren't you grateful for a God is living? Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3. I'm almost done. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he's anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bond up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim that this is the year of the Lord's favor and the vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Man, in the day that we're looking at things right now going on in Israel, isn't that awesome? Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You don't have to worry about it. When you're going through a situation where you're treated wrongly, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Mm. to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. When God purifies you, And God gets all that stuff. He purges all that stuff out of you that's not supposed to be there. It's a sweet incense and a sweet aroma. Your worship is beautiful to him. He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Some of us right now, he's purging our pride. Well, I never thought it would go this way. You know what? You can't control that. But you can allow the Lord to do a work in your heart and bring you to a place of humility where he looks at that offering and he goes, I could do something with this. You're called and you're chosen by God. Why wouldn't God desire to reveal himself to you if he chose you? Think about that. Why would he hide himself from you and not reveal himself to you if he created you and he chose you and he destined you and he put a purpose on your life. 
No, he's just looking for your pursuit. He's just looking for your availability. That's all he's looking for. He goes, I mean, he, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Why is that? Because there's something that happens called his anointing that comes on you that allows you to do what only he can do through you. And when you're without that, you can only do what you could do, which is so limited. And right now, the glory of the Lord is looking to rest on the person who's willing to get pure, who can ascend the hill of the Lord, him and her with clean hands and a pure heart, because he wants to kiss you with his anointing. See, the gifts are without repentance, but the anointing's a different story. He needs a pure heart for that. And when he sees that and he sees your surrender, it doesn't mean that if you sin, you can't have his anointing. It means that you repent and then there's something that comes over you that allows you to do what only he can do through you. But he needs a vessel who recognizes that's found in the hiding place. That's found when I clear the calendar and I say, Lord, this is all yours. You, I start my day and say, Lord, um, here's my plan. Now you go ahead and you help me navigate this. Wow. Romans 8, verses 28 to 29. I'm going to read this out of the ESV. And we know he causes everything to work together for the good according to those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. His purpose for us. His purpose for us. For God knew in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Here's the message today. There's something about clearing the schedule and resting in his presence that erases and eliminates every mountain that stands in your way. But it takes a surrender of everything you want to cling on to. And you say, Lord, I'm going to submit this to you as an offering. I don't know what to do. I am stressed out in the natural. I need you to come and I need you to take over in this moment. All I need to do is follow the star. Day after day, place my, my faith before you and I'll find your plan. I'll find your will. I'll find your purpose. I'll find what it is. You know what some of you need to find above all else is his love. We're oftentimes looking for his will. We skip right over his love. His love, when you experience his love, it's a revelation to his will. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Some of you need to just experience the from the Lord this morning. Because he loves you. He's not overlooked you. He's not overlooked what you're going through. He sees it. You go, what do I do? Get in the hiding place. And you understand this very first verse that we read, God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. It's the honor of kings and queens revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. Father, this morning, we lay everything at your feet. 
We ask for a revelation of the deeper meaning of all that you're saying and doing right now. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Here's what I want to ask you this morning with the music playing in the background. If you're going through an impossible situation and you don't know what to do, you're saying, God, where are you? I want you to stand to your feet this morning. You're looking at an impossible situation. There's something you need to get on your feet this morning. Lord, what do I do? Jesus, we submit to you that we will get into the hiding place. What that means practically, we're going to make time for you. We're going to ask you to show us your will and your plan and your purpose, how to do what only you can do. Some of you, I feel the Lord saying, you just need to be a lover right now. You just need to be a lover. Your kindness will say it all. There's an anointing. God will use your kindness. Some of you need to stop striving. Stop trying to do it. Stop trying to fix it. Let God do the work. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. Let the Holy Spirit do the convicting. You just be quiet and stay in the hiding place. Here's the twist in this message. Some of you, God's had in hiding because he's preparing you for the perfect time. You go, Lord, do you even see me? Yeah, I see you. I'm preparing you. That's what the Lord says. He's preparing you this morning. Some of these watch, somebody's watching online. You're totally discouraged. God, when, 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 when? He's preparing you. Stay in the hiding place. Stay in the hiding place. Lord, we say this. Just say this out loud, Lord. Say it out loud, Lord. I'm sorry. I I meant loud. Lord, I say to you, I commit my ways to you. I trust you. I thank you in advance. By faith, I'm just going to follow the star. And I thank you, Lord. You are working all things together for my good, according to your purpose, according to your plan. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, would you put your hands together this morning? But I want to encourage you guys with this. There's amazing breakthrough for you in that hiding place. Make time for God. Make a daily plan. Take out your calendar and your iPhone or your Droid or whatever you have. and Just put it in their hiding place. It's my time with Jesus. I'm going to pursue him and find the deep things that he wants to reveal to me that are found in close proximity with him. I just pray a Psalms 91 protection and his direction over every one of you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Come back. Hey, bring some people next week. It's going to be a good message. We're going to talk about the supernatural life of Jesus and the supernatural life that we're supposed to walk in ourselves. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc, and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.